to have you. Hopefully you're in, uh, enjoying your day. It's kind of a dreary, craptastic day is what it is. Welcome back to the program. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Sunset Grill right there on Pewaukee Lake. And uh, they have uh, trivia and karaoke coming up this week. And uh, some really good food. So if you're just looking at uh, stopping out, maybe checking out some of the games this weekend too. Basketball even coming up tonight. Whatever it happens to be, stop out and check out our friends at Sunset Grill. Remember them out there if you're making the trip around Lake Country on Pewaukee Lake. Uh, our buddy Steve says, I totally agree with you that Tom Brady looked like a shell of himself last night. Although I'm not a fan of his, I totally respect the player and the legend that he is. There may never be another one like him. And for his sake, I would rather him go out like this as opposed to going out via a injury. He has all the money he will ever need, as well as a standing network offer. He deserves needs to walk away with his head held high with no regrets. I agree with you as well that Mason Crosby should do the same. He has had an incredible career with the Packers, but his leg strength is not what it used to be. Definitely a Packer Hall of Famer and earned the nickname uh, Money Crosby. Uh, Lastly, can you please ask Ben, what happened to his man Jordan Spieth last Friday? In his own as in his own words, oh Jordan, Stephen Richfield, Speed did not look good, Ben. Yeah, it it was a bad it was a bad end of the week, Bill. Mm-hmm. I had a certain coin on Speed to to win said tournament. Uh huh. He he was one of I think three or four or five golfers in the last like decade to go from first round leader to missing the cut, uh, and he completely imploded. So, yeah, Spieth, not back. Jordan Spieth, remember when he won in Texas and then he won in Arizona, then he won the Masters, and he was rolling, man. And you thought, oh, boy, here we go. And we were, were always searching for the next. You know, Kobe Bryant was the next Michael Jordan, and then LeBron James was the next Michael Jordan, and we're always searching for the next greatest thing. And life after Tiger, and here comes. It was first it was going to be, you know, Rory, and then it was going to be Jordan, and you know, we started, and, and nobody, I mean, Brooks Kepka did it. He had a, you know, he kept it alive for a little bit, but he hasn't been nearly as consistent either. It has been um, this search for this dominance of Tiger, and before that it was Jack, and you go back to Arnie, and but um, it, nobody has really grabbed, whole, I mean, Dustin Johnson looked like he was going to be solid for, you know, this stretch, and but nobody has really grabbed hold of it and said, I'm going to own back-to-back-to-back seasons. You know what I mean when it comes to the world of golf? Yeah, I don't think it's possible, frankly. there it, It's just too deep talent-wise. The guys are right. too good. I, I guess Rory's gotten close, but I, I guess a, a headline people might care more about. I am kind of self-aware that people don't care about golf like I do. Mm-hmm. I, we talked about the Patrick Reed thing months ago, the $750 million lawsuit for Right. Set on the Golf Channel broadcast about him being a cheater, allegedly. Uh, a headline this morning said he is threatening a $450 million lawsuit uh, towards CNN's Jake Tapper and Bob Costas, demanding an on-air apology for things they had said. What did they say about him? Uh, I, It's not stated. Probably the same thing everybody else said, that he cheats yeah. <laughs> or that he went to live. I don't know, but... Yeah. Um, That's where we are today. Okay. He, in other words, you shoot for $500 million and you get maybe five. And, you know, or it, it is so shocking that he's doing that that people just shut up and quit talking about him. But, yeah, he's, uh, he's just firing uh, the big guns, the big money guns at anybody at this point. 
People are wondering if he went to live to finance the lawsuits. Uh, possible. Again, because if you get a little bit of the money, you're getting that money back. You know, depends. Then again, what attorney? Has he got the same attorney for both? You would assume he does, right? Yeah, and I don't want to go down this whole path, but his, his attorney is very notorious for losing defamation right. lawsuits. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that before. Yeah. It's, that the it's attorneys funny. that he went with are like, yeah, 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 you got a case, you got a case, you're going to win. And then he take an ass whooping in court and you're like, man, I didn't know that would happen. Or, or it's like, oh, we've been robbed. We've been robbed. What's wrong with America? We've been robbed. That type of thing. He, he likes the lawyer specifically, I think, has lost every defamation lawsuit he's been part of. Defamation is tough because you have to prove not only that you lost money, but that the intent was for you to lose money. And that the the what they're saying is erroneous. I mean, there's and then you got and then it's based on opinion at that point too. It's not it's it's not easy. Uh, I went through something like that myself and still do. And uh, I did exactly that. And I got a very 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 good law firm here in the state. And I just keep it open ended. And you know. And I, it, it's tough, but I got a lot of advice about this before I ever started to venture into it. And on that level, when you're a really, really big public figure, you know, anything you do can be construed as that. So if you were caught cheating or you cheated once, you're labeled a cheater. There's nothing you can do about it, you know. Does cheater mean consistently? Does cheater mean no? Does cheater mean never? Do, you know. What does it mean? Do you have to do it 40 times, 10 times, 5 times? I mean, it's once you do something that looks or perceived to be that particular way, it's tough. It's when people say specific things about you that have never happened, that are kind of made up, that's when you can go after them. And that's that's what I chose to do. So it, it was, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's not easy, man, especially being a, a really out there public figure like Patrick Reed. Well, um, in fear of ahead. being included in a future lawsuit, I'm going to right. say no comment. Right. <laughs> okay. I got you. Yeah, you, we got to be careful because you never know. We could be the next target of the lawsuit from Patrick Reed. So we, we got to be careful out there. I think that would be good for the show if we're being honest. If we ended up getting, well, we could put it on court TV. I could do we could sh- We could do the show live from there. Oh, from goodness. the lawsuit. Are you kidding? You know? I could read the defamation lawsuit like over and over again on air. Yeah. It'd be great. So we we could do that. Wouldn't be a bad thing. Maybe that's what I need for that. my big break. I, I need to get sued. <laughs> be sued. <laughs> <laughs> I can go with that. Yeah. I can go with that. Uh eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven. 1670 Mark says, uh, look what I found at Hobby Lobby. It's the uh, it's the big boy. Last night uh, on the, uh, the the podcast from downstairs in the wagon wheel, uh, I showed the sign. And I collect old eclectic tins, uh, Route 66 tins and old oil cans and that kind of stuff. And growing up as a kid, I had the old tin of the big boy. Of the Then it was ours in, in Cincinnati. It was Frisch's big boy. People know it as Mark's or Bob's or whatever. But he said he found it at Hobby Lobby. So, well, good for you, man. That's great. Buy it, put it in the basement, put it in your bar. Great stuff. <laughs> awesome. 
Uh, this one's from Janice. Janice says, I don't want to see Aaron Rodgers go out like this. Three straight losses at home. He needs to get a home win. I can see losing on the road, but playing this poorly at home just isn't the way you want to go out as a Green Bay Packer. Bring it back one more year. That's from Janice. Janice, appreciate the email. Yeah, we were talking about that. I can't imagine. Um, I just, I just, I can't imagine doing that. And, and that's the way you want to go out. I, I mean, I don't know if Rogers cares about that though. I mean, I, I'm certainly there's some portion of you, of your heart, of your soul that says, "God, I can't believe that happened." But I still go back to when they got beat last year and the year prior and in 2014, those three losses in the postseason have to sting the most because everything was right there for you. Everything was. 2014 um, in Seattle, it was right there. They gave that game away. And that has to just burn in your gut. The game against Tom Brady and company, that game has to burn in your gut. And then last year, the offense playing as poorly as they did, Rodgers playing as poorly as he did, Matt LaFleur calling a game as poorly as he did. Wasn't the defense, man. Wasn't the defense's fault between special teams, Mo Drayton being the positive Pete, and otherwise a schematic idiot when it came when it came to uh when it came to the uh, special teams i got to think those 3 years there's the, those 3 years had one or two plays gone differently those 3 years put the put the packers in the super bowl under aaron rodgers he should have three more super bowl appearances and really you i i think 2014 they win it i really do i believe they win it um but those three, there's three plays you can look at specifically, you know, uh, and say the uh, Rodgers not throwing the ball to Alan Lazard in two of them, Bostic going up and screwing that onside kick up, Morgan Burnett going down when, you know, Julius Peppers told him to take a dive, you know. Uh, you just You can look at those three or four plays and just say, had it not been for that, you know, Rodgers throwing the inexplicable pick, the team collapsing after the Aaron Jones fumble and going into a shell, play calling becoming predictable, not running the ball into the end zone and giving yourself e- either uh, to the goal line or the end zone, giving yourself a legitimate shot at fourth down and punching the ball in. I mean, so many things that had you just done it right, you taken that one extra play. You you're talking about three extra Super Bowl appearances. Can you now what would Roger's legacy be? Let's just say he wins one of those. If he's got two Super Bowl rings and a total of four Super Bowl appearances, his legacy is dramatically different, isn't it? Wouldn't you assume it is? I would. Can you imagine if he had three rings out of four appearances? Because remember, the game that they lost uh, in in Seattle was an NFC Championship game. The game that they lost at home was an NFC Championship game. And then last year, they were the number one overall seed. You know, you'd be you'd be in that you'd be in that that elite upper echelon 
private club of more than two Super Bowls. Yeah, it just it, it just dramatically changes your your you know the the overall view of you. So I, I don't know. I would agree that uh, three plays, four plays in this franchise's history, and Rodgers finds himself in a very different. Who knows? Rodgers may have retired already. He may have walked away after that San Francisco game last year. You know, he may have retired. Because at that point, you go, I've done it. I've done everything I wanted to do. I'm the most decorated quarterback in Green Bay Packer history. I'm in that upper echelon club of numerous rings. No reason for me to come back. None at all. He may have done it all by then. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. David says, I remember Rodgers ripping the field goal call against Tampa Bay on Jeopardy for crying out loud. That's how bitter it is for him. I agree. I I still to this day cannot believe that Matt LaFleur uh, did that. I, I, I just, I'm still stunned by that. But it all is also predicated upon the fact that had Rodgers taken off and run, things might be different. Things might be different, but I, it is what it is. Uh, 877-867-1670, hit us up. We would love to hear from you. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Kane and Kane Jewelers. They want to rock your world. They're in West Bend. Great jewelry. We all know Valentine's Day is right around the corner. You get out of Christmas, you're like, okay, didn't buy the ring yet, but Valentine's Day is coming. Maybe I won't buy the ring. Maybe I will buy the ring. Maybe I'll get some earrings. Maybe a necklace with a heart. Hearts on fire diamond. Something with an inscription. Cool way to buy. Check out our friends at Kane and Kane Jewelers. Let them rock your world in West Bend. And go to Kane, K-O-E-H-N, KaneJewelry.com, KaneJewelry.com. And uh, Andy Kane does a Buy Like a Guy podcast. Guys, dudes, check it out. Because not only is it buying jewelry and the best way to buy and what you should look for, but uh, he does other stuff, too. He does bourbon tastings and whiskey tastings, and he does different things on there. The other, as a matter of fact, the other day at a blooper reel where he sneezed really hard <laughs> during one of the podcast episodes. So go check it out. Go to uh, Kane and Kane Jewelry, K-O-E-H-N, KaneJewelry.com. That is KaneJewelry.com, and let them rock your world. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You got to hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Welcome back. Talked about it a little bit earlier, but thanks to our friends at Buzzard Billies in uh, in Lacrosse. Yeah, fine. You know what? I had an email, and I didn't see it. I apologize, uh, but I didn't see it for months. And uh, it was asking if we were going to be a buzzer billies. I'll tell you what. The next time we're out in lacrosse, I will uh, make a special note to say, "Hey, going to dinner at Buzzer Billies. If anybody's in the area, swing by and say hello. And we'd love to see you." But uh, my apologies. I every now and the people get a hold of us in so many different ways. And Facebook is the the emails they get read, but they don't get read nearly as often. It's not the best to find us, but we do try to get to it. But I got a, uh, I got an email, and I apologize for not getting getting right back to you, um, because it, it did get kind of lost, got lost in the shuffle. But uh, I promise you, next time, uh, Robert, next time we're out to uh, 
to lacrosse and we're in buzzer billies, I will, uh, I'll make a special note to make sure that, uh, we get a chance to let everybody know we're going to be there. Uh, 877-867-67. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Bill, breaking news. What do we got? Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show on his decision, quote, I am not mentally or emotionally at that point to give one. Well, there you go. <laughs> the news is that there's no news. Which is exactly what we thought it would be. Right? Did we expect anything out? Anything less? Correct. I wanted to startle people. Yeah. Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers says today uh, that I am not uh, not there, basically. I'm either all in or I'm out. And he's not mentally or physically ready to make that decision right now. Me- uh, mentally or emotionally to make that decision right now. Okay. Um, so there you go. He did say, he did say that when he makes the decision, he's all in. He's all in. Doesn't that sound like he's coming back? I know it's, 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 I hate that because it's analyzing the analyzation, but you know, I'm either all in or I'm all out. But when I make that decision, I'm all in. And Okay. You're all in on what? All in on retirement? I mean, on retirement, you don't have to do anything, right? You know, all in on what? I'm retired. I'm all in. I'm heading down to a big boy. I'm all in. I'm all in on a big boy and a bowl of chili. That hot fudge cake looks pretty good. Might have to do some ayahuasca after this just to clean out the colon, but that's okay. I'm all in. There you go. Pretty much what we expected. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, 877-867-1670. Hit us up again. 877-867-1670. Find us. Great to hear from you. Love it as always. Our buddy Daniel and Toma listening. Let's go to Daniel. Daniel, how you doing today, man? What's going on? How you doing? I, I had a question. Everybody blames Rogers for this loss, but let's put it like this. When uh, Jones fumbles the ball, and that's the three years in a row in the playoffs, he fumbles the ball. It seemed like things changed. Number two is why would you go for a fourth down on the 35-yard line? And it, you're telling the other team that you're you're no good. And that was the motivation, I think, that changed their attitude towards us. And all the years I've been watching football, I've never seen a player go up there and, and hit a ball when they're going to uh, punt it or whatever they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Come on. Don't you think that was partially over the defense? And when that guy got ejected, I'm not saying it was right for what he did, but he, if you have a helmet on, you can't see right and left. I think he thought a player pushed him. He pushed him back. And what he should have done is, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Because the guy pushed him first, and then he pushed back. Do you agree with that? Didn't you see that, or am I just exaggerating because he just, he uh, no I saw when, no I saw that I but he was backing away from the play and he saw that the uh, trainer and Daniel thanks for the thanks for the uh thanks for the call he saw that the trainer walked in front of him I just don't think he liked being kind of shoved out of the way and took it upon himself to shove so no I I, I agree um but you can't do that 
You know, and, and let's be honest, how many times have we seen somebody in any game do something, shove somebody, get in the face of somebody, say something to somebody, and then when the refs start paying attention, it's the retaliation or the second shove or comment or push or punch or whatever. The second one is the one that then draws the penalty. We see it all the time because they're not paying attention to it right away. It's after the attention is drawn that they then begin to pay attention, and then they go, okay, we're going to toss a flag. You get penalized for that. So I, I get it. I don't, I, But you can't shove a trainer. You just can't. You know? You can't take that upon yourself to say, I'm going to just shove this guy or knock him down or whatever. You know? So it is what it is. Uh, but uh, I agree with you also when you say you're doing specific things in situations uh, look, when you're going empty shotgun on third and one, third and two, you're basically saying my offensive line isn't good enough to get me two yards. I agree with you. You know? Um, Dave says, uh, I believe with uh, I, I believe with you, Rodgers is coming back. He says uh, some of the topics for tomorrow's... Uh, now, I never said I'm doing it tomorrow. You get, you're getting things screwed up. I'm not doing the... Uh, Kind of the uh, tell-all, so so to speak, tomorrow. I'm not doing another wagon wheel tomorrow. Tomorrow, we're down at Root River. What I said was is maybe next week, we'll go back down to the wagon wheel and we'll do tales from the wagon wheel or something like that. We'll just. But he said, uh, just do some of the funniest stories on the road. Um, there, I don't know about. Uh, there's some funny things we can talk about. Some we can't. But um, you know, Far was always a, a terrific act so to speak. Irv Farr was always great to work with. You know, we had some fun there. Um, the Maybe I'll tell the Super Bowl pudding story. Oh. Maybe I'll start with that one. Because that involves a lot of people, including Mike Clemens. That's a good one. The pudding story. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's adults only. But that was down in Dallas back in 2010, 2011. So maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do stories from the road or something like that. Okay, I like it. I like it. Maybe we'll do that. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Bill says, here we go. The diva doesn't commit either way. We all know he is going to drag this out because every week we're going to pay attention to him on McAfee, give him huge ratings, and then finally he'll say, I'm coming back. You know why? Because $60 bucks is going to hit him in the pocketbook. That's from Bill. Bill, appreciate the email. Thanks so much. Uh, I said it all along. He's coming back. I'm, I believe it. I think it. I, I'm not going to say I know it, but he's coming back. If it wasn't, a, and again, here this was part four of my three-part argument from today. Again, if it wasn't about the money, as he said, it's not about the money. It's not about the money. It's not all about money. Then if it's not all about money, why'd you take so much money? Why was there the demand to take so much money? The, the quote, respect. The R word, as we all know, and it was stated this morning on Good Morning Football again, the R word, the respect word, equals money. I make This guy's making that much. I'm better than him. I should make more than him. That's what it's about. It's not about the totality of what it is you have. It's about the R word, the respect word. That's what I want to know. If it's not all about the money, it's not all about the money, then why did you take so much? Why is there so much money sitting on the books? 
Why has the money then become the object and the criminalization of the franchise? It is about the money. Don't lie about it. Just say it. Actions speak louder than words all the damn time. Just come out and say it. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. We would love to hear from you. Don't forget about our friends downtown. Calderon Clubs in Giorgio. Great Italian food. Downtown Milwaukee on Old World 3rd Street, right across the street from the Hyatt. If you're heading down to a Bucks game, if you're heading to, uh, you know, later this summer to Brewers games before or after, going to be heading down to some of the summer festivals downtown, going to be going over to Marquette game, UWM game, Admirals game. Don't forget about our guys down there at San Giorgio and Calderon Club. They pair up the specials with Cider Boys from Point Brewing right here in Wisconsin. Great stuff, great Italian food. It's the best Italian food you're ever going to eat. you got to try it. Calderon Club in San Giorgio downtown. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Uh, one of the best sports bars in the state, not just in Milwaukee, but in the state. Uh, I love Stenny's Second and National Walkers Point downtown. And I've always told you they run shuttles to all the games and events that are going on in the Milwaukee area, Packers games, Badgers games and such. But uh, they are now bringing that in the area to Lake Country. They're going to be uh, the old Boomers, which is for those that are familiar with, say, the Milwaukee area, uh, Brookfield area. There's Boomers, which is... Uh, out on Watertown, and uh, they're going to be opening that up probably in the March, in the month of March they're shooting for, I know. They've completely gutted the place, and they're building it back bigger, better than ever. Um, but, uh, man, the new Stenny's, I, I can't wait for. So they're going to have their second location. Stenny's Lake Country is coming. Look for that. But until then, the traditional, the best, the cheers of Milwaukee is Stenny. Second to National Walker's Point, as they always say, Stenny's. You should be here and believe that, too. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, for those that say, hey, Aaron Rodgers, you're washed up. You can't do it anymore. You look bad. You look old. You're only a step behind Tom Brady. This is what he has to say for you. We're feeling each other out on offense, and and our defense played pretty damn good. And a lot of people said I was uh, what did I say? washed, uh, couldn't really play anymore. Washed, yeah. Uh, wasn't the same. And then I won two MVPs in a row. Yeah, yeah. Is that good? With without really doing anything different, um, I'm sure there's a lot of the same sentiment this year. Um, you know, I have a lot of comments about uh, a lot of that that I like to keep to myself, or I'll share, you know, off air, just because out of respect for the whole process and just you know, some things uh, don't need to be said. I think are more understood. Uh, implicitly, but nice. um, do I still think I can play? Of course, of course. Can I play at a high level? Yeah, the highest. I think I can win MVP again. In the right situation. Um, right situation. Is that Green Bay or is that somewhere else? I'm not sure. Um, oh, geez. Here we go. Here we go. Is that Green Bay? I thought he was the one that said, uh, "I'm a Green Bay Packer for the rest of my career." 
Here we go. God, I hate this. Don't get me wrong, okay? Don't get me wrong. Uh, on one hand, it is tremendous for our business. For what Ben and I do here each and every day, for the four hours we fill each and every day, and the what we discuss each and every day, it's good. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. Let's keep it 100 here. But as a fan, here we go again. Uh, Rogers had more to say. Take a listen. But I don't think you should shut down any, you know, opportunity. Like I said, during the season, it's got to be, you know, both uh, both sides, uh, you know, like actually wanting, you know, to work together moving forward. And uh, I think there's, you know, more conversations to be had. Um, I think no player wants to be part of any type of rebuild. I said that years ago. Um, reloads are a lot of fun because you feel like you're close. You're only a couple guys away. This game is about relationships. It's about the players you play with and count on, even if uh, they don't maybe show up huge in the stat book. A guy like Mercedes Lewis is an important cog in the wheel of the locker room and the momentum of the team. That's a guy I want to finish my career with, you know. Oh, if I'm playing, I want that guy next to me, you know. I want the Randall Cobbs of the world, if he wants to keep playing, in my locker room. Guys you can win with. You know, Alan Lazard, Bobby Tunyon, Dave Bakhtiari. Um, there's a lot of interesting names that um, we'll see, you know, their, uh, you know, desire to re-sign these certain guys who are glue guys in the locker room will be an interesting conversation to be had. Um, take all that away. I still, you know, need to mentally get to a point where I feel 100% locked in and ready to, uh, to play a 19th season. And if I do, then we'll rock and roll and figure that out. If I don't, then we'll uh, go into the jungles for a while. Oh, Oh my God. I. This is like a whole show tomorrow. I'm going to cut those together again and just play them coming out of every break. Uh, so in other words, if they, you know, now here we go. So I, I'm kind of pissed. You said you needed Tanyan. You said you needed Bakhtiar. You needed Big Dog. You needed Cobb. You needed Lazard. All those guys. He wanted. Those are the guys I need to win with. You didn't win. You didn't win with them. That's just it. You didn't win. And now he says, well, I'm going to wait and see what, what they do to resign these guys or bring these guys back. So, in other words, if these guys aren't brought back, you're going to hold the team hostage? Is that what the indication is? Is that what he's saying, Ben? Is, do, you, is, do you believe that's what he's saying? Uh, I don't know if that will be the end-all, be-all, frankly. Um, I Like, I don't know if it'll hinge on whether they come back, but it, it could be, like, maybe not all of them, but the idea of keeping guys like that around. But the fact he always <sighs> mentions them specifically makes you think that, 
It, Lazard, it is about he, that. Di- he didn't in the biggest moments in two games. He didn't throw the ball to Lazard. He looked at him and said, no, not you. I'm going to go to Devontae. Man, here we go. It's on ESPN right now. Breaking news. Rodgers doesn't know what he wants to do. Oh, my God. As someone who started uh, working in this market probably a week after this whole saga began, I, I genuinely wonder what was discussed before this. Because it's been every day. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It never ends. Is Pat McAfee McAfee in a cowboy hat because of the Cowboys win last night, by the way? Um, man. This, we'll pick up with this tomorrow on the program, but. He he lost his I can win with them card, you know, and it it, it just uh, it it's it's a little ridiculous. Is there more, Ben? I'm still going more? through it. I okay. I don't know, but but I'll if if there is, I'll definitely have it tomorrow. Yeah. It, it's, I get the level of talent he has. I understand it. But this, uh, this, I, you know, uh, oh, I'm, I'm kind of pissed. I'm going to take a quick break. Otherwise, I'm going to say something that's stupid. Uh, I'm going to take a break. We're going to uh, step away. We'll come back, wrap things up next on the Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, here's Mike Clemens. Packers place kicker Mason Crosby says although he'll be a free agent, he wants to come back for another year in Green Bay. Crosby says for the first time in years, he was surrounded by a good cast, like punter placeholder Pat O'Donnell, long snapper Jack Coco, and special teams coordinator Rich Bisaccia. Uh, you know, working with Pat and Jack and, uh, you know, the guys in this room and uh, working with Rich and, um, you know, he just lit a fire back into me to just, uh, you know, push and keep working and, um, you know, he... he push me every day to compete and do all those things. I feel like that energy alone just uh, makes me want to keep going. But the Packers have been continuously working out other place kickers and keeping an extra one or two on the practice squad. GM Brian Gutekunst was asked why. Ever since the COVID year, when you kind of had that fear of Saturday morning or Sunday morning waking up and, and one of your kickers or punters got COVID, we started stacking the roster, the practice squad with, with those guys. And I think we'll can, now that the, the practice squad will stay at 16, I don't. I think we'll probably do that regardless from here on out. Last night on Monday Night Football, the Cowboys place kicker, Brent Maher, missed four point-after-touchdown kicks. An NFL record, but Dallas held on to win 31-14 in Tampa Bay. Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady threw 66 passes in the loss as the underdog. Now, sometimes you get lucky, but most of the time... You know, the, the team that earns it, you know, wins. And they played good all year. They played good tonight. They played well as a team. They were very coordinated. They played well on offense, played well defensively. They missed some kicks on special teams, but 
you know, we just we just couldn't get enough done offensively to put any pressure on them. Up next, the Cowboys face the 49ers in San Francisco. Mike McCarthy says the Cowboys offensive line did a good job against the Bucks' tough defensive front. Uh, they challenged us in the box, and we were still able to stay committed to the run game and grind it out. And defensively, I, I just thought we, you know, we were all over them as soon as we got off the bus. I mean, I, I just thought our defense set to really set the tempo for the game. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. The need for speed will come back this summer, and there's no better place to go than our friends at Great Lakes Dragaway. Great Lakes Dragaway, Union Grove, Wisconsin, down there the Racine-Kenosha border. And whether it's your own car, dragsters you want to watch, motorcycles you want to watch, the need for speed, it's there, and they've got it for you. Check out the 2023 passes going on right now and all the different events that are going to start to book up. That's greatlakesdragaway.com. That's greatlakesdragaway.com. they got a lot of good stuff going on down there. A um, couple of things. First and foremost, uh, Chris Middleton, uh, Giannis, uh, all out tonight, uh, not playing, and Serge Ibaka still gone. That we, the Bucks. We haven't even talked about the Bucks. The Bucks are kind of a mess right now uh, between uh, the knee sorenesses, the guys that can and can't play, Serge Ibaka wanting out, um, and what's going on with that team. And it's just, it does not look like it's got championship medal right now. Uh, you better hope that uh, after the All-Star break, they wrap their arms around this thing to make a stretch run because it does not look great. Uh, it's not to say they can't win because they can. They still have some of the most talented, you know, some of the, one of the most talented rosters there is. And Giannis is still Giannis, but they got some issues uh, without a doubt. So, Ben, I, uh, I said going into the break that I was pissed and – I, I got to go through this again. This is Aaron Rodgers again talking to Pat McAfee today about, you know, the contemplation of the future and what he wants. Take a listen. Game is about relationships. It's about the players you play with and count on, even if uh, they don't maybe show up huge in the stat book. A guy like Mercedes Lewis is an important cog in the wheel of the locker room and the momentum of the team. That's a guy I want to finish my career with, you know. Oh, if geez. I'm playing, I want that guy next to me. You know, I want the Randall Cobbs of the world, if he wants to be playing, in my locker room. Guys you can win with. You know, Alan Lazard, Bobby Tynion, Dave Bakhtiari. Um, there's a lot of interesting names that um, we'll see, you know, their, uh, you know, desire to re-sign these certain guys who are glue guys in the locker room will be an interesting conversation to be had. Um, take all that away, I still you know, need to mentally get to a point where I feel 100% locked in and ready to uh, to play a 19th season. And if I do, then we'll rock and roll and figure that out. If I don't, then we'll uh, go into the jungles for a while. So there you go. First of all, I like the fact that he says it's my locker room. It's the Green Bay Packers, not the Green Bay Rodgers. Um, and I think somebody needs to remind him of that. Secondly, as much of a leader as he is. Secondly... I know he says it's not things that show up in the stand. I, I I agree with that. There are certain guys that are glue guys you got to have. I understand that. But you cannot dictate that all these guys come back when there's only so much money to spend. If you want everybody back, take less money. It's that damn simple. You have got this team locked up. 
You said it wasn't about the money. It's about the money. It's a lie. I don't I don't negate you getting the money because that that's fine. Go you get you deserve to get paid. But don't then say it's not about the money because that's a lie. But when you have a team that is that committed monetarily to you and you're making a, a good portion of the total overall salary and they've kept everybody you wanted them to keep, you can't then dictate that you want more guys to be kept in that locker room, especially coming back from the season you just had when you said, I can win with those guys. No, you can't. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't win with those guys. You were sub-500. And in the game of your life for that particular season, in the do or die, in the win or go home, you went home. And you didn't even go quietly into that good night. You sucked. So don't dictate to people what it is you want on your pedestal when you're not winning. I still think Aaron Rodgers, tremendous player, gives you the best chance to win. But this this whole thing of it's my locker room, I got to have it my way, I got to have this, I got to have that, and then I'm ready, then I'll lock in. Well, okay, so if you come back for the money, are you just playing for the money because you said it wasn't about the money? Remember when you said it wasn't about the money? It wasn't about the money, but it's all about the money because you're taking all the money. It's the hypocrisy and the lies. And the little snippets here and there, and I'm going to be coy and I'm going to be cool and I'll talk to you off the air and this and that, you can't just give an answer. You know, be a man. That's what it's coming down to. Don't quit lying. And that's why people get pissed off. That's why they get sick of it. Uh, Again, Aaron wants to come back. I'm all in. I think Aaron is a tremendous quarterback. I think he's still, and he even just basically said, hey, when they wrote me off last time, I went back to back in MVP seasons. I think he's got it in him. I think he can play really well. Hell, I think he can win a championship. But this wears on people, man. You're basically saying right there, right now, if they don't do what I want them to do, I don't think I can come back. You know? That's it. That's it. Man, I wish it was uh, not 2 o'clock right now. I know. Coming up on tomorrow's show, I will lose my ass tomorrow because <laughs> uh, I'm going to think about this and I'm going to play this over and over and over and over and over again in my head and I'm going to probably lose it a couple more times. But that just, that, yeah. Mm-mm. That uh, that bothered me big time. From the uh, producer suite, though, I will uh, extend a, a thank you to Aaron Rodgers for <laughs> that right? two-minute Look, I, I agree. <laughs> I, I get it. I understand it. But man, oh, man. Man, oh, man. Man, oh, man. That just, it's just that kind of self-serving pedestal looking down upon the peasants because you know better than everybody else of what could or couldn't be. That guy changed. That guy changed. Okay, that'll do it. Time for us to get out of here. I'm going to go slam my head into a refrigerator or something like that, maybe into a wall, car door or something, and then we'll be back at it again tomorrow. There we go. That's it. I'm pissed off now. My, the rest of my day is shot to hell. Talk to you later. Have a good one. Hoop! The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.